Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast, a place where each week we're going to hear from different people about what it means to walk with God. We hope that you leave encouraged and equipped and that this builds your faith for what God wants to do in your life. Welcome to the Jesus People segment of the Antioch Indie Podcast. Thanks. Yes. I have Pastor Andrew on because we are revisiting a topic that we spoke about with the Huffs two weeks ago. We had them on. Brad gave us a little bit of an intro. They're awesome. Yes, they are. Um, He gave us a little bit of intro into how he met someone that we're going to be talking about today on the podcast with you. Mm -hmm. Before we get there, really quickly, I like history. So Antioch is a movement of churches. Yes. Antioch Waco is the Mm -hmm. original Antioch Community Church, and it started with Jimmy and Laura Seibert. And actually, AMI was the Mm -hmm. first thing they did. Will you tell us about that? Yeah. So uh, the first thing they did was the discipleship school. Mm -hmm. So like what we're starting in the fall, they Mm -hmm. started that as a part of another church in Waco in like the late 80s. And from that, they started planning churches internationally because as part of the school, they would spend summers overseas to kind of finish up the school. And they started planning churches overseas. So in the, I think the early 90s, they started Antioch Ministries International, which was like the church planting international arm of everything so i think that that i think that like in 91 was the first church in siberia and then they did a couple other things over the next few years and then in 99 is when antioch the church was started out of that other church that they were doing the school in they ended up kind of sending them out to plant another church in 99 so that's where antioch church came from and then it's kind of all kind of come together now so Mm-hmm. That was Church one of the things yeah. when I first saw Antioch Waco, like when I was going there, mm-hmm. what I loved was their emphasis on like the global church yeah. and sending people places and having church plants in other places and equipping local believers. And it's like such a fundamental part of the movement itself. Mm-hmm. And so how is Antioch Indy, like when did it start burning on your heart? Like, yeah. what are we going to do? How are we going to step into that? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that by virtue of being an Antioch church, mm-hmm. it, that had to be on our heart before we ever started the church. Mm-hmm. So I, when Jimmy and Laura started Antioch Waco, I think they had a similar question that I had in thinking about starting Antioch Indy, which was like, why start another church here? Right. So they had the same question about Waco. And from the get go, they really were like, we, we want to start a church that, that plants churches. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's, fairly common now as far as like churches planning churches but kind of back then a lot of church planning was happening more from like parachurch organizations which is great but they wanted to say you know what would it look like for the local church to own the process of seeing people saved discipled and sent into whatever it is that God's called them to do so that was kind of the heartbeat that's so that has always worked into kind of all Antioch churches and all Antioch folk mm-hmm. Antiochers and there is a traditional <laughs> trajectory of how that happens for example mm-hmm. like the Antioch church plant in San Diego they get people who go to another nation from their church mm-hmm. and they have one I think in uh, Tijuana yeah and they have one in Thailand I believe yeah, I think South Africa and oh yeah they've got a few they've got a few in the last two years that they've sent out and I remember a couple months ago you just kind of processing through we want to do that but like yeah in typical Andrew faster and you're like, how do we get there faster? How do we, well, just- <laughs> well I, that gives me too much credit. I think <laughs> honestly, I, so, uh, last, yeah, last year. So last summer, June or something like that was the Antioch U S conference, mm-hmm. which happens every couple of years. They get all the staffs of the U S Antioch churches 
they get them together somewhere. So everybody was in Waco for like a week. And so us and the best went and it was awesome. I bet. Yeah. Super fun. It's like 500 people. So it's Mm -hmm. so fun. So that was cool. And that's just kind of like, let's worship and encounter God. And then Mm -hmm. there's some strategy stuff in there. And one of the days that we split up, so just the senior pastors were all together and we were talking about lots of different things. One of them being, what are the movements goals for church planning stateside internationally over the next whatever time frame, and kind of putting up on the board every church that exists and what's kind of the, what, what's the low estimate and what's the high estimate that you can do in the next yeah. two, three and five years or something, you know, something like that. If I forget how I'm paying attention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember sitting there. So that was like summer of 2018, mm-hmm. you know, so we started services fall of 2016. So whatever that is a year, a year almost half, not even probably. two years into yeah. like services and stuff. And, um, there's other churches in the room that are, you know, not 10 years old and you know they're younger and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, I remember honestly being really discouraged because I was like, man, it just seems like everybody else has a lot more traction on this stuff. And like, we're like, we're all like, our church is awesome and I love it, but like, we're, we're still just like figuring stuff out. Like we have so much to figure out. We, uh, I guess at that point we were in the middle of finishing up the build out of our building, you know, Mm -hmm. so I'm like, I've got that on. There's just a lot going on. And, um, I, so I was just kind of like, gosh, church planning. I want to do that. I want us to do that. I know we're called to it and all that kind of stuff, but that feels a hundred thousand miles away mm-hmm. from where we are. Mm-hmm. So I have no idea how or when that's going to happen. And that's, you know, kind of tough or whatever. Right. So that was June. And then in November, I think there was another gathering that was uh, the international conference, which was all of the like senior leaders from around the world. So so our international church plans, right. so, not the well, U.S. Well, all the U.S. senior pastors plus all the team leaders from international teams around Got the world. Where, so, so are you allowed to Dubai. say where that was? Oh, yeah. it was in Dubai. Maybe I'm allowed to. It was not in Dubai. It was not in Dubai. It was not there. I thought it was, but Something it wasn't. Something like yeah, Dubai. Was, it was not even close to Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even, yeah. Right? Yeah, it was Mars. So it was I think somewhere. It was at Mars. Right. So... Uh, we go over, th- we go there, which is really <laughs> awesome too. And kind of the same sort of thing. Everybody get together, worship, encounter God. And then there's some strategy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, um, yeah, so we pick up the church planning conversation again, kind of as senior pastors, but basically what was different was God. I just got, I got rocked that week and lots of different powerful moments with God and really was challenged by the Holy spirit to just like wake up again and stop thinking so small, which mm-hmm. was really like a solid rebuke of yeah. just like a shaking of like stop thinking too small like yeah. wake up and look around because stuff is happening mm-hmm. even though stuff that you're not seeing is happening mm-hmm. basically which is hard when you're taking care of the details of building your own yeah it, like you have to be faithful to those details totally. but how do you keep one eye yeah exactly one eye up totally so that, that's like just kind of hard and i think you know, I'll, I'll fight for myself here. It was fair that I was, right. you know, whatever. No, so it was, it was good, but it was just like, okay, wow, God, you're right. Mm-hmm. You know, believe again, like, yes, Lord, we, we're going to be a part of what you're doing in the nations. I don't know how, when, whatever, but, um, it was like kind of embarrassing because I was like, oh my gosh, I think, I think it was like the next week or the week before Brad and Kathy were in Albania. Wow. And Brad had told me, already about hey i met with Ginsey. did he talk about all that yes okay. he said there was a pastor that he met just a real quick w- yeah. recap he met yeah. a pastor at a conference in ireland the pastor was from albania 
and was an Albanian by birth. Yes. But had gone to Waco, had gone to College Station. Got where his you doctorate were on from st- Texas A&M. Yes. Went to Antioch College Station. And he Remembered knew Remembered me. Super and weird. connected the dots. And he kept asking Brad, what church do you go to in Indianapolis? Yeah. And Brad was like, you're not going to know it. Right. Yeah. And here he did. Yes. So that was crazy. So Mm -hmm. Brad had already told me all that. I knew all about that. And Mm -hmm. just to kind of show where my mind was at, I was like, oh, wow, great. Good for you guys. Yeah. That's great that you're going to go to Albania. So they're in Albania and like in the middle of coming home or something, whatever the dates were. And I'm in Dubai and God's like shaking me like I'm doing things. You're involved. Like believe again. And I just had one of those like embarrassing moments like, hey, wait a second. Yeah. What about Albania? Yeah. (laughs) You know? And it was like. Oh, hello. And so I like walk across the room to the international director of the movement. I'm like, hey, is anybody in Albania or anybody doing anything there? Do we have any connections there? And so we kind of start the conversation. And just in that moment, basically the vision came alive in me of like, oh, maybe we have something that we can be a part of Mm -hmm. in Albania. Mm -hmm. And then it was like two weeks later, I had the phone call with Jake Baird from Comeback City. And that whole thing developed of like, you know, they're not an Antioch church, but we're just partnering with them to help, you know, be their friends and help get their church going. And, and they're so, going to Detroit. Yeah. So they're Michigan. in Detroit. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. So it was like all of a sudden right away, we're involved in something stateside and there's this kind of international potential with Albania. Mm-hmm. And that was really exciting. Yeah. I was like, Oh my gosh, duh. Of course God's doing more than I had any idea. So yeah, it's great. So take us into, so that was where you left off. God begins to open doors. What, what began to happen? Yeah. So I think Brad and Kathy came back from Albania and we just connected and cause they, yeah, I think they probably said they just went over cause they were like, we just love these people and Mm -hmm. we're going to see if we can be their friends and whatever. So came back and just kind of asked them how was it and it went great and everything, you know, went well relationally and all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And it was like, well, you know, let's, let's talk about how we figure out if this is a thing or not. Like basically the connection with Gensi, who's the pastor over there, like is too weird to not be God. Right. So we're like, I don't know if there's anything for us to be a part of there. Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but the only way to find out is to go mm-hmm. and see what happens. So can you remind me, what was the invitation from Gensi? Like, did he just say to Brad Huff, do you want to come see my church? Or was he like, no, I think it was more, Brad inviting himself into Gensi's awesome. life. <laughs> so uh, I think that's kind of initially how it was. And then when, when Brad and I were talking and, you know, we reached out to Gensi and we're kind of like, hey, this is crazy. Why don't, like, can we come? And like, maybe God's doing something. Mm-hmm. Like, w- none of us know, but mm-hmm. at least on our end, we have a lot of interest in finding out, you know, is God doing something in this? Or what does it look like moving forward? Like, what do you think? Can we come? And just hang out and Mm -hmm. see what happens so that's pretty much kind of how the conversation went and you know he was couldn't believe that we would actually be willing to come and kind of told us later he didn't think we actually would wow (laughs) pretty surprised we actually showed up um so uh yeah so brad and i were talking and we set up a trip and went for a week in march and he and i just kind of tagged along with Gensi for a week and got to know him that's awesome and his church there, like how many people? Yeah, okay. So um, I don't know what Brad and Kathy shared, but communism fell in Albania in 1991. Mm-hmm. Gensi 
got saved that year, mm-hmm. had some encounter with God. I know, which is so crazy. It's oh, a mystery. Yeah, still. he, he won't, won't tell anybody what whatever. it was. I it's figure like, it whatever, out. yeah. Um, <laughs> so then he gets saved in like 91, and he gets involved in this church called the called the Disciples Church in Albania in a city called Duras on the coast. Wow. And that's a missionary started. Because once communism came down, all these evangelical Christians go and Including start planting churches and Mother stuff. Teresa also ca- yeah, Catholic. So she's, she's from, from Albania, Albania so yeah. she sent yes sisters in right amazing so cool and duras the city gensey's in right now Mm -hmm. paul planted churches there i forget what it is but some one of the i ones wow it's duras and so the port in duras is like the main port for albania and it's called port paul duh so well it's known in italy as port paul but some of the communists changed the name they changed stall? one letter. No, that'd be <laughs> Although interesting. that'd be interesting. Weird <laughs> no, twist. But they did change one letter, and it doesn't mean Paul anymore. It means Port of the Sword. Mm. So it's I mean, kind of basically kinda, the same I mean, he, thing. he would yeah, love that. Basically Saul to He's Paul. He's in heaven Paul like Saul. I'm right. still a sword. So that was crazy. Great. So anyways, so in 91, Gensey gets saved, gets involved in this church that just started. Gensey does his studying in the States kind of over the next mm-hmm. however many years. Long story short, he took over this church, this same church in Duras, like two and a half years ago mm-hmm. as the lead pastor. So after he finished up his doctorate, he had the chance to become a U.S. citizen and stay here and everything. And he was basically like, God loves Albania. Mm-hmm. God loves the Balkan region. Somebody has to stay. So I'll do it. It's amazing. So he like turned down everything and moved back. And something, I don't know if they said this, but in Albania, it's like 80% of adults apply to emigrate every year. No way. 80%. What is so, it like there, like when you were there? Yeah, I mean, it's awesome. I saw pictures <laughs> yeah. online. I was like, I think yeah. I'm going. Well, number one, I think it's the like, Lord's calling me to Albania. <laughs> unbelievably gorgeous. Right. And it's like so cheap. Yeah. Unbelievable. Hmm. So it's amazing. The people are fantastic. So, you know, like it's, yeah, it's poor, especially depending on where you go, mm-hmm. kind of like anywhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's awesome. Um, so, anyways, for him to say, I'm turning on U.S. citizenship and to stay, stay is in a Albania. Big deal. People are like, you're insane. Mm-hmm. So it also gets a lot of credibility right. you know, for him. People think he's amazing. So mm-hmm. he's leading that church now. There's like 150 people, I think, mm-hmm. which is one of the biggest in the country. Wow. I think the biggest in the country is like 250. No way. Something, yeah. So is it, It's a small country too. Yeah. Yeah. There's a few million people. Um, so, yeah. Great. So you guys went, you yes. followed him around for a week. Mm-hmm. What were some of the things you felt like God was stirring or saying and what, what kind of things would our church even have to do with this? Like, yeah. great, you know, this guy. Totally. Totally. So I think the biggest thing that stuck out with me, just stuck out to me right away. It just felt like being fam, being with family the whole time. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. It was, I was not expecting that. Like him with Gensey, his wife, we spent time with his elders and we, he, we spent time with another guy in another city called Tirana, which is the capital and he started this coffee shop and planning a church and this whole thing and wow. hanging out with him too. It was like the same thing. It felt like, it felt like, I mean, it sounds weird to say, but it felt like they were Antioch people. Hmm. I kept telling him like, dude, you keep saying things that come out of my mouth word for word, like mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So just like vision, values, what they care about, all that stuff. It was like, are you, are we sure that like, we haven't all crossed paths at some yeah. point before. And yeah. This is, this is kind of bizarre. So Gensey's like just amazing. He's got a passion for the unreached of Albania and mm-hmm. the unreached of the Balkan region. One day we went up into the mountains to this small town where he knew a pastor and had connected and we were going to go meet him. And 
like going through the most amazing oh my gosh scenery is so great unbelievable like it all just looks fake like this is not real yeah and then but we're looking over all these villages in the mountainside you see villages everywhere and he's like somebody has to go yeah like uh, like me and my church were doing it that's amazing gosh so really amazing relational connections Mm -hmm. and just like feeling like it's family and um, even just some of the stuff they're doing, the way they're serving the poor and all kinds of different stuff is so cool. So uh, where, so we kind of landed in Albania just saying like, okay, God, you know, what, what do we do? You'll kind of make it obvious if there's anything for us to be part of. So leaving the conversations, the, the main takeaway is like, Hey, this is a thing. Yeah. And not just like an immediate thing or mainly we all want to be friends for the long haul Mm -hmm. and we want to be a part of what God's doing. And then through these individuals, you know, just as friends, but also in the nations and the region, like Mm -hmm. how do we just encourage you and help you and all of that? So a huge need that they have is that, you know, just like they would just say things like we just don't have connection people behind us. Right. And I mean, most people listening probably don't know where Albania is. I mm-hmm. didn't know where Albania was. Mm-hmm. And they feel that. It's like... Right. It's like, different than being in the Albania. Bible Belt where there's yeah. like other churches on every corner. Right. It's and it's like, like, we're in Albania. Yeah. In like a first generation church. Right. There's n- like the culture before communism fell. They say that Albania was the only country to successfully outlaw God. Wow. So even other communist nations had some sort of like something. Mm-hmm. But in Albania, like you weren't even allowed to think about God. Like you weren't, it it was like, you'd go to jail. If like your kids asked in class, could there be a God when they're talking about evolution stuff, like crazy stuff. Yeah. So there's no background. There's no grid. There's Mm -hmm. no like cultural. I mean, people are like, what's a pastor or what, you know, like that kind of stuff. So yeah, which is super cool. But my point is they, they feel that kind of loneliness, isolation, whatever. Yeah. So, just us showing up was mm-hmm. like really encouraging. Um, we're bringing them here in the fall for a week, which will be really fun. So fun. And I think that's the biggest thing we're exploring going forward is relationally. What does this look like to kind of partner together? So um, with the discipleship school starting this fall, I'm pretty sure that's where our trip, our trip will be next summer, mm-hmm. May, June, whenever that ends up being, we'll go there for probably 10 days, something like that. So what else? So cool. No, I love it. Yeah. I love hearing about it and I could just, just thinking. Keep talking in different no, directions, so. no, just thinking <laughs> that like the Lord is moving in your heart to start doing this, but He's already had the ball rolling. Yeah, and then Ginsy like years before knowing oh, yeah. you and seeing yeah, how crazy. it all will play out. Yeah. One I mean, thing I remember Jimmy talking about is how you know this is like a Waco coinage probably, but he would say that the local church is the hope of the world, and I think since then they've changed the verbiage to Jesus through the local church is the hope of the world, but I, I understand know. their heart, but the <laughs> idea make some church people happy. Right? Right, right, what right. do you mean the church? Yeah. What? <laughs> um, but I like that this guy is local to where he's right. at. And if we can come under people who are local, yeah. even to your point of like, why does Indianapolis need a new church? It's like, we're not planting a church in Indianapolis. We're literally befriending right. a church in Albania. Yeah. You know? And yeah, I think that's kind of the craziest thing is it feels like we skipped potentially like 10 or 15 years worth of church planting yeah which is like raise up raise up people here right train them send them fund them they go they have to get albania on their heart learn learn the the language language, they start sharing the gospel 
they see some people saved and discipled and then eventually they find this like person who really wants who like has a passion for their own people right raise up a local leader yeah who all that kind of stuff it's like we stepped into that person and they have a church already who's like we spent time with their leaders and they love jesus they love the poor Mm -hmm. they serve like crazy and it's just like and they have a passion for sharing the gospel it's like this is amazing wild did you see a sunday service I no, not a Sunday service. Okay. No, we we were there like Monday through Saturday night or Sunday morning or something like that. But it was awesome. I mean, so like cool. they've just got some amazing people. Their church building, they have a building, and it's in a gypsy neighborhood. Mm. So like they're in a neighborhood of like the marginalized of society. Yeah. And the way they love them and serve them and tutor the kids and all kinds of stuff. It's just like oh my gosh, that's so cool. It's so cool. So they're being the church. Oh yeah, they, yeah, they're they're like they're doing it. Yeah. So and Ginsey's hilarious. Really. He's a character. Like he's kind of like a cartoon character. You know, like <laughs> if you picture, so he has a doctorate in American literature. Oh. Which you would love. I would love that. <laughs> so he, and so like his English is amazing. You know, because he got his what doctorate. Would make an here. Albanian be like, I think I want to know about American literature. I don't know. Like well, Mark he, Twain. So if you, he's like he's like a academic he's just like a literature guy you know so and and he was a professor for a while after he got his doctorate so he's like that's kind of at a&m he was uh no in albania oh okay okay so if you picture him he's kind of like he's like if you picture like a master's level english Mm -hmm. professor Mm -hmm. that everybody loves Mm -hmm. because he's like real quirky there was one like that in waco that would come into common grounds and i would I would, Tom Hanks, I would make his drink. Oh, okay. It had to be like the perfect cappuccino. I, I loved him. Yeah. So, so this guy. not exactly like him, but sort of like him. Okay. So like real smart, really funny, really witty. Of course. Like, he was like, he, he was funny. So yeah. he like responds to things in poems. No. Yeah. Like quoting poets and Do you books. feel dumb when you're around oh, him? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> no, it would like... B- like it felt like, like it felt oh, like no. it literally felt like we were in class all week. Oh man, we're like I driving, need to go. We're driving through the mountains, and he's like giving us lectures, basically, about different writers from Europe, from Russia, and America in different time periods, like man. in the '60s, or from like around World War One and Two, yeah. and since then, and basically how they were capturing the language of these different regions of the world, and what was being said, and how that played out, and when, basically how literature was reflecting what was happening Mm -hmm. in the world wars and then communism and all these things happening and he's like connecting all these dots and you're like what like he understands american culture better than me well it's hard to understand well right because i feel like which is fascinating so that was the coolest part like we were asking him all kinds (laughs) of questions and he's like quoting whatever all their names are like he's quoting emerson and what's hemingway Mm -hmm. and like eminem and pink whoa and then, like, didn't know that they were considered American literature. Well, no, it's not. No, not American literature. Okay, great. But just in the sense of like, this is the reflection of the culture. Yeah. And this is what, you know, call it art or not. But this is it, what they're saying. This is what the heart of the people are saying. And this is like what culture is saying. It's so, fascinating. Oh, he's fascinating. He's hilarious. So I started videotaping him by the end of it, just like when he wasn't looking. I want you to Because he's this. hilarious. Maybe we should do a podcast intro with just one of the videos. You Maybe know? we should. That'd be great. That would be funny. Great introduction to yeah, Albania. he's hilarious. So like, and he just, he's like that quirky guy and he talks about, like he was talking a lot about Eminem, mm-hmm. which is hilarious. Mm-hmm. I have a heart for Eminem. Oh, no, don't. Totally. I don't really listen to any of no, his songs, but I, but it, it, 
the insight. It was like so fascinating. Right. Like he, it was in, it was just interesting. So he's quoting all these Eminem songs. He's like, you know, I don't like the language, but he's, what he's expressing is this, like, like he starts going into like how Eminem like didn't have a father. And he's right. like, and when I was there, I, I saw it in the culture. I saw all of these young men who were strong, but they would act weak. And, all, and I started to find out that in every single one of them that I was seeing that in, they didn't have dads that were present. And that's who Eminem is capturing. Wow. And you're like, oh, okay. Didn't, didn't yeah, know an great. Albanian would care. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. About... Like, I just thought he wanted this real Slim Shady to show up, stand up, you know? <laughs> He's vomit on his sweater. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, oh we, yeah, we had a lot of So I think one. basically what we've talked about so far is that God is doing things in other nations. Antioch, as a <laughs> yeah, movement, has always, wanted to be, has always wanted to be part of it. Yes. You're like, I want to be part. And God's like, great, I already had this set up. Totally. Teed up for you. Yeah. And the future is still unknown, but we can get excited yes. as a church because... We have a part to play, yeah, and we're going to be Lord willing going there. Yeah, so I think looking forward, I'm excited for us as a church to take the next step in the question, mm-hmm. which is just like God, how do we be a part of what you're doing across the nations? We have this Albania thing in front of us. Mm-hmm. What are you saying? What are you doing? And how do we be involved? So, um, Gensi and his wife are coming in the fall, mm-hmm. as well as this other couple that are going to be amazing. Can't wait for everybody to meet them and get around them and. It's just going to be so fun. It is. Uh, so that'll be, I think, October. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, May, June, we'll take a trip over there. And it's just kind of, you know, one thing that I, I'm so thankful that Brad said from the beginning, before I ever met Gensi or anything, is he said, Brad said to me, he said, you know, just so you know, I'm looking at this as a 20-year thing, that's at least, great. you know. Mm-hmm. And that's totally the perspective is like, we're not looking for what's the what's a good trip we can take next year. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, God, for the long haul, what are you doing in all of this? And yeah. so that kind of helps set the pace and the expectation of like, man, we don't have to like. Right. We're not in a hurry. Yeah, but we're not, we're not we're like, s- we're there's urgency, it. but we're not in a hurry of yeah, like, wow, God wants to move in Albania. So we are going to be a part of that and we're going to believe. And let's just take the next step we know to take. And we'll let God kind of set the pace. I love that. I like too that for everyone listening, it feels almost like if we hear of a stray church, Mm. that we will be willing to like, you know what I mean? Totally. Become somehow family. It makes me think of Jimmy Seibert shared a story about one time someone gave him this word that he said, God gave you more than he intended to because Jimmy kept asking whatever anybody else is like dropping, whatever gifts, whatever people groups, like I'll pick up. And it makes me think like that, you know, as the pioneer of the movement, Mm -hmm. just thinking we want to be that same way too, where we're like, Lord, for sure. Give us more than you intended to just because we're willing to receive it. Yeah. So let's get Albania. Let's do it. Let's go to Albania. Everybody's going. So everybody sign up. There you go. (laughs) Don't know where or when, but everybody's doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, thanks, Andrew. That was awesome. Excited for Albania. We'll be back next week. Thanks so much for listening with us today. If you would like any further information or resources, you can visit AntiochIndy.com or find us on Instagram at AntiochIndy.com.